Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders issued a release that they have released controversial defensive lineman Garrett Marino. He's like, he looks like a scary dude, but we don't judge people by appearances. He might be a real teddy bear inside. I don't think he is. In life, you only get so many chances, and I would suggest Garrett Marino ran out of chances with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a brand new day. It is episode number 837 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. I can guarantee you this. It is Canada's only live daytime sports talk show. Therefore, we are number one. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. And coming up on the program today, I'm excited about this. Very good friend of mine, nine-year NFL veteran quarterback, J.T. O'Sullivan, former Saskatchewan Rough Rider, but nine years in the league, will be joining us from Southern California as we kick off week one tonight. Uh, in the NFL, kick off a whole new season, which we'll get to and spend a lot of time on today. And also, gold medal Canadian men's bobsled team member Justin Cripps has an announcement. I'll tell you right now, I'll, spoiler alert, he's announced his retirement from competitive bobsledding. Olympian, gold medal champ, got to know him this year uh, in Calgary and uh, this winter, he's going to be joining us today to talk about his career, that sport moving forward, and everything else that's going on in his life. So it's going to be big fun. As we welcome into the program, Darren Moose-Dupont, he joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and that's because it's right between Winnipeg, Calgary, and Edmonton, the breadbasket of the National Hockey League. Moose, what's happening? Give me an update on uh, your life today. Hey, we're just uh, rolling through the week. It's awesome. Uh, Getting our new intern up and running and rolling and getting ready for another weekend, uh, and actually just been working on some prep for another uh, Canada West football broadcast tomorrow. You know, I have yet to have my one-on-one time with the kid, Braden, but can you please tell the viewers, just so they know, we have all these new viewers, as you know, all across America and certainly all across Canada, they don't know my history. I think it's kind of a cool history why Braden got into broadcasting. If You know, I don't want to pump my own tires. Can you pump them for me? Tell them what Braden <laughs> said to you, Moose. Yeah, that's uh, it's a cool story. You know, when we were chatting and he requested the internship with us. He talked about growing up in the farm and in the combine and, and listening to you for all those years, whether it was on the sports cage or calling rider games. So, um, yeah, he, he's a big fan and he's happy to work on the show. So it's pretty cool. I think it's really cool. Welcome, Braden. And let's not forget 20 seasons in the Western Hockey League and the circle of life, folks. I grew up on the farm. I did circles and laps on the tractor, listening to radio, and that's what made me want to get into it. So isn't it interesting how things come around in life? Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, and then we'll get going with all of that? I used to think when I was on that tractor as a teen, I'm like, man, if there was a sports talk show, I would really love it. And then I ended up doing it, and I thought about those farmers forever. You know, they must really love this show, and they did. And then I thought, man, a daytime sports TV talk show, man, that would be great. And now we're doing it, Moose. And it's great. So it's, a ma- it's just amazing how things uh, happen. 
So the National Football League, point one, will kick off its 103rd season tonight with a clash between the Buffalo Bills and Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium. The Bills were among the favorites to win the Super Bowl this season. Well, the Rams will look to kickstart their title defense with a win at home. It's our poll question. Fire it up, boys, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Capital Automall has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. Look them up. Who wins on Thursday night football, Rams or Bills? And initially, I was all over the Rams thing. I kind of fell in love with the Rams. I've had friends that have played on the Rams. But the more moose, I did a little studying. I look at the Bills coming in with the number one defense. They, they ended last year with the number one defense, so I would assume they opened this season with a, with a better defense. Von Miller is there, formerly of the Rams. Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford. I, they're saying the quarterback of the Rams is not 100% healthy, but I'm like, you've had eight months. If you're not healthy now, what, what's going on here? I think, I think they're playing possum a little bit on that. But at betregal.ca, our exclusive betting partner, they've got the Bills at 2.5-point favorites, and I'm, I've swung. I'm taking the bet. I'm taking the Bills to win on the road. I don't think it'll be easy, but that's my pick tonight. That's my bet. What's yours? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams, the defending Ooh. Super Bowl champs. I think just a little more experience here, and I think there's going to be some nerves for the Buffalo Bills. I love Josh Allen. I think he's a, a hell of a quarterback, one of the best in the NFL. That team is really good, and they may, they should be at or near the Super Bowl at the end of the year. They'll be one of the last four teams standing for sure. But uh, no, there's still the champs until somebody knocks them off. I'm going to give the viewers a little peek under the hood here, just so you know, coming up on the Quick Six Show topics, we have uh, Randy Ambrosi, the CFL commissioner, issuing a statement across the CFL to the teams not to sign Garrett Marino. We've got thoughts on that. We're going to preview the Vancouver Canucks season because we do have a lot of Vancouver viewers in the entire uh, province of BC, almost at the state of BC. Tells you how, <laughs> where my head is. Uh, we're going to play Deal or No Deal Week 13 in the CFL and, of course, Blue Jays baseball. So that's all coming up. I was watching, pardon the interruption yesterday, and I'm like, man, it would be nice to have that little board, ding, 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 of things we're going to talk about. But that's fine. I'll just tell them, and they just got to stay tuned. That's all. That's all. Uh, by the way, Rod's rant, if there is one, I can't think that there would be one today. But you never know how these viewers are going to rub me. It's for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. I talked to the owner, Camco, last night. Guys, tell Camco we're talking about him on the air today. Right Point two, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, right on. The Toronto Blue Jays will get the day off following a 4-1 victory over the Baltimore Orioles Wednesday night. The Blue Jays took three of four in the series. They're back in action Friday when they open a series at the Texas Rangers, wrapping up this 10-game road trip, which I think we all would, would agree has been very successful. Uh, we talked a lot of Blue Jays yesterday, so we're going to move on. But I think we would all agree the playoffs have started now. And if that's the case, that's a good stead. The Blue Jays are in good stead. Point three, in Oakland, California, rookie Spencer Strider overcame a rough start. Vaughn Grissom and Dansby Swanson homered. And the Atlanta Braves won their seventh in a row, beating the Oakland Athletics 7-3 on Wednesday. The Braves began the day tied for the AL, sorry, the NL Eastern lead with the Mets, but they fell a half game back when New York swept the doubleheader in Pittsburgh. Why the Braves score, you ask? Because we're on the air in Metro Atlanta on WQEE 99.1 FM, your home for Southern sports and talk. 
Now a word from our sponsor. Folks, bring the thrill of the track to your fingertips with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live stream horse races wherever you go. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. Not just for the Queen's Plate. I know that you've got the Dark Horse app, Moose. You look in there, you can watch races from Saratoga, you don't, Florida. You don't even have to bet on them. You can just watch the race. It's the coolest app ever, I'm telling you. You need to pay attention because we go fast here on the warm-up. We cover a, lot, cover a lot of topics. This is the best 20 minutes in sports anywhere on the continent. So my fourth point is Canadian Football League Commissioner Randy Ambrosi has warned all team not to sign controversial defensive lineman Garrett Marino. Now, has this been a hotly debated topic? And you're sitting there in the heartland of the CFL. Moose, I'm sure you've heard a lot about it. I've seen a lot about it on social media. Here's what I don't understand. The Alabama-Birmingham product, who is from Mission Viejo, California originally, I think he's only 28 years old, served the longest suspension in CFL history this year. Find out the wazoo. Clearly wasn't getting the message, so he got cut. And now here we sit, and he hasn't signed with anybody, and then we learn that the commissioner of the league has warned the teams not to sign him. Here's what I don't understand. Up until Tuesday, he was under contract with Saskatchewan and played every game he was eligible to play. He didn't have a problem with him playing then. Why do you have a problem now? Can you please look at it from your CEO 50,000 feet vantage point and tell me why it was okay on the weekend that he could play in the league, but now you're warning everybody not to sign him. What am I missing? Yeah, and and it's not the hit on Caleros. I don't think Mm -hmm. it's not because that, you know, that wasn't the most egregious, dirty, cheap shot play. It might've been on the line. It might've been a cheap shot. It might be those things, but it, it, it wasn't. I mean, it's more because of who it is. This to me, unfortunately, is a political move, right? I mean, you look around the, the CFL and let's be honest, we talked about this yesterday. Teams aren't going to sign Garrett Marino. They're just not. Teams don't need the distraction. Teams that are trying to win a title don't need the distraction. Teams that are rebuilding want to build with a strong culture. So they don't want that part of their locker room. So teams aren't going to sign them anyway. So it's a win-win for the commissioner to come out and say, look, all contracts have to come through the CFL. So he looks like a good guy trying to protect the league and, and player safety and keep bad guys out of the league. But it was really all for nothing because nobody's going to sign him anyway. So it just feels like posturing and a bit of a political move. Uh, fair. I, uh, I appreciate you bringing that around to the point at the end as to why that is. From the bar flies on YouTube, he said, has the commissioner discussed his comments with his legal department? Um, it's sports, bar flies. They don't have to comply with the law, didn't you know? He's talking about collusion, barring somebody from being in the league. You know, it sucks, but it happens. Part of the reason why I'm living here in South Florida. Um, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, says, got the bills tonight. What a great way to start the year. I moved on too quickly from that point. I'll come back. John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg, he's here on time today. He says, more colorful, colorful shirts for Rod. Boom. Dukes is rocking the Super Bowl threads. Let's go. Um, Oleg in Winnipeg. Oleg says, there must have been a sale on shirts. Sweet shirts at Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, absolutely. 
there was well a sale not really these things weren't i'll tell you exactly how much they were how much do you think this shirt was moose if i can off the top of my head i think i remember how much do you think what would you pay i'm gonna go i mean it's hard to look at i'm gonna say well they, they look really sharp so i was gonna say they were probably 79 or 89.99 i think it was 54 dollars, which is more than i would Whoa. normally pay for a golf shirt i know but it's a sports golf shirt it's you know the shirts that i wear dry fit breathable yeah some say moisture wicking which i think sounds dirty but uh, $54 uh, per shirt. And I bought a few of them, and they just breathe really well here in Florida. Patrolman Pete from Winnipeg writes in and says, Rod is living the dream. That is a fact, but it used to be a nightmare. So, yeah, it was a long road to get here, but I'm certainly enjoying it now. Um, where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, deal, we're flying through this, Moose. And I want to back up. I said I went too far too fast. I left that NFL point one too soon. I'll just tell our viewers that coming up next segment, we'll talk about the Vancouver Canucks, which is your favorite West Conference team in the NHL. Are they still? I think so. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm just saying you know more about them than me. But for the Canucks fans, get ready. We'll be talking about your team next segment, plus CFL deal or no deal. But I want to tell you this. I've said many times, I enjoy USA Today's coverage for the sports. News and commentary, I can take or leave to a left wing for me. But the sports, I quite like it. And I want to tell you what their predictions are all across the league. Um, There's unanimous votes by their experts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven other experts, Darren. Unanimously picked the Bills to win the AFC East. Unanimously picked the Colts to win the AFC South unanimously picked the Packers to win the NFC North, unanimously picked the, the, uh, the Tom Brady Buccaneers, let's just call it that, the Tom Brady Buccaneers, uh, the NFC South, unanimous, okay? Those are all the unanimous picks. Um, they're generally saying the NFC Championship game will come down to two or three teams, Green Bay, Tampa, or the Rams. Uh, the AFC champion is going to come down to the Bills, the Ravens, or the Chiefs. Now, if you believe these experts, and for the most part I do, these, some of these guys, Jared Bell is awesome. Nate Davis, awesome. They've been covering the NFL for a very long time. But if you notice some of the teams you didn't hear me say, Bengals, Chiefs, Dallas Cowboys, you know what I'm saying? Teams that you would like to think are stalled. You didn't hear me hear that. Nobody's voted for the Titans, dude. Are they in a They were the down... best team in the AFC last year. So you would have voted for them. You would, you would have voted for them coming out of the AFC South if you had a vote on this. I would. I mean, the Colts are good, but the Titans are the best team in the AFC, and they didn't really lose much last year. I mean, A.J. Brown's gone, but they replaced him with Traylon Burks, the rookie. So... There's a few teams on there. Bengals, you mentioned the Bengals. We didn't talk about them. That whole division, though, with the Raiders and the Chiefs and the Broncos, right? People were high on the Broncos about a month ago. Um, there's a lot of teams that aren't being talked about in that poll. No, and it's so much fun. I, I, we don't spend as much time on the NFL as we'd, as I'd like to, but the reason for that is what I've learned from our U.S. viewers and a lot of the Canadians' viewers is you can get the NFL coverage literally anywhere. They come here for what they can't get, 
in other places. That's largely been our bread and butter. But you mentioned the AFC West. I just want to say, here's their picks from the seven experts. Chiefs, 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 Chargers, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chargers. So the majority have picked the Chiefs to win that division, but nobody voted for the Denver Broncos. Nobody voted for the Las Vegas Raiders coming out of that division. So for the Raiders fans, of which I know many personally, I don't think even they're surprised by that. New coach, new GM, a lot of upheaval within the organization. Don't think that doesn't translate to the field, because it does. And the Denver Broncos, now that's a surprise. And I'll just, two quick things. The analyst this morning on ESPN saying the lock of the week, the lock is Russell Wilson going into Seattle Monday night and winning with the Denver Broncos. We'll all be watching, of course, but that's their lock of the week. Broncos going to win with Russell at Seattle. And then the other funny comment today was the Patriots have been down here since Tuesday, practicing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, now Sunday, this unbelievable heat. And Rob Ninkovich played for the Patriots and he played for the Dolphins. And he said his first day playing for the Dolphins, he went through three IV bags. That's how hot it is down here. So the host, Greeny, says to him, so Nink, is this going to help the Patriots then come Sunday? They've been here for five days. He's like, no, no. But they'll think that it does. So that'll help. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> that's, that's the talk. When we come back, CFL deal or no deal, Vancouver Canucks and whatever you people would like to talk about. It's the RP Show. On the Game Plus Television Network, we're live streaming on YouTube. Tell your friends. And on radio, WQEE 99.1 in Metro Atlanta, your home for Southern sports and talk. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, they all are. 103rd NFL season kicks off tonight in Los Angeles. Rams home to the Bills. Bills favored by 2.5. And on our poll, 72% of respondents saying Buffalo will win. I'm going to drop in uh, some comments from our viewers, Moose, before I move on. Patrolman Pete regarding clothing says, I buy all my clothes from Jets gear, ice gear, and the bomber store. So clearly he likes blue Regarding the CFL commissioner sending out an uh, edict, a memo to all teams, warning them not to sign Garrett Marino, Dougal Cameron in Calgary says, time for Ambrosi to make his ex from the commissioner's chair. From Oleg in Winnipeg, he says, Roger Goodell sent the same black ball letter for Colin Kaepernick. Well, clearly it worked. From the Barflies, he says, I was hoping Garrett Marino would go out on the back of a gator holding his knee. He's saying that he hoped his career ended by injury. Ooh, that's tough. From Ted and Red Deer, if the Bengals improved their offensive line and they were in the Super Bowl last year, I don't know why they aren't favored. I agree, Ted. Mike in Toronto says, uh, what's good, gang? Ambrosie as commissioner is lost without a compass. 
So <laughs> I could sit here and go on and on and on, but I won't. But that's just a sample of what they're saying. And again, Lee Genier, our COO, has come on this show and predicted he thinks that Randy Ambrosi is serving his last year in the role of CFL commissioner. I, I have no inside information on that. I really have no idea. But it just he makes a lot of weird decisions. Your take on this, Darren. Here's some breaking news. From my alma mater, Calgary's Mount Royal University is canceling its ice hockey intramural league to be more, quote, accessible and inclusive, unquote. In a statement, the university said it conducted an analysis to work towards achieving an accessible and inclusive program where all feel they belong. Mount Royal said evidence shows ice hockey creates a sense of belonging for some, but there are critical areas that require improvement. Uh, where is it here? Former player and student Connor Monahan told the Counter Signal, that's the school paper, the university is caving to cancel culture. I would say the cancel culture is playing a big factor in this. Rather than having a conversation with the participants involved, the university has decided to completely extinguish ice hockey. I played in that league while being a cougar, Darren, and... Yeah, this will this will fix hockey's problems. Let's cancel it and not play it. I'm disgusted by this. What do you think? What do you think? It, yeah, it's to be honest, it's the easy way out. It's the easy way out. You know, we we don't want to solve the problems, so just shut it down, right? You know, if uh, how often you know does mom and dad do that, right? Brothers and sisters are fighting. They can't agree over what movie we're going to watch. If you guys can't decide, we're not watching any movie at all, right? Instead of actually solving the problems, dealing with it, making it more inclusive, building the program up, we're just going to cancel it all together. And that's not, t- that's, that's not the answer because now what's going to happen? The kids are going to go find another place to play hockey. They're going to go to a league outside of the school like we would do at the U of S or whatever. We'd go to an adult safe hockey league or we'd go somewhere else which are great leagues too, but we're losing out on that school pride. You're not playing for your, whether it's your, your uh, faculty you're in or whatever, you lose out on those things. So I don't like it. It's not university boards or leaders responsibility to repair hockey's image. I get that in the culture problem, but again, canceling the sport altogether isn't going to help either. So very disappointed today in Mount Royal university, my alma mater. Now I realize why we don't have our points in order because I don't go in order. I'm jumping around here. Just a word from our sponsor first, Edo Japan. With freshly made food and high-quality ingredients, Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. We're going to get to CFL deal or no deal where we look at the betting lines for the Week 13 CFL games as provided by our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. But first, as promised, a Vancouver Canucks preview. It's been a while since we did our Pacific Division preview, and I've got them missing the playoffs quite handily. Uh, in the end last year, they missed out by single-digit points. I think, I think nine points they missed out by. Vegas missed out by five. And we made our prediction before JT Miller signed in Vancouver, the long-term deal, seven-year deal, which I don't think makes any difference to me. So I went back and I read his quotes, and he said, oh, it was great to start winning in the regular season, but we want to be in the playoffs. And I thought, right there, uh, that tells me where their head is. They just want to be in the playoffs. They're not even talking Stanley Cup in Vancouver. And if you think Van- uh, Vegas is going to get better, I still think Vegas is going to miss, but they think they're going to be better. 
And Anaheim and L.A. take a step forward. And obviously Edmonton and Calgary are already in the playoffs. We know that. I think we can sit here today comfortably and say that. How do the Vancouver Canucks fit in? They haven't really addressed the blue line. They've still looked somewhat listless up front. And to me, Thatcher Demko and goal is unproven. So to me, I don't expect a lot out of the Vancouver Canucks, uh, despite this JT Miller shot in the arm. But they are your Western Conference team, so change my mind. You can buy low on the on the Vancouver Canucks. That's what you can do. If you're on Bet Regal or wherever you're you're playing, go to Bet Regal and you can probably buy them pretty low because there's not a lot of risk there. I'm with you. The expectations aren't very high in Vancouver. They're probably going to miss the playoffs. They're probably going to float near the bottom and just ho-hum go through the season. But the opportunity for them to play well is there because, you know, the back end, while it's maybe not as deep as other units, they have some high-end talent. You start with Quinn Hughes, right, and and how good he can be and coming off maybe a bit of a down year but mm-hmm. with this whole group. But he can lead. Demko has shown the ability to play and, and you know, made them – uh, be okay moving on from Jacob Markstrom. So there's the ability there. And up front, getting, you know, JT Miller re-signed is big. The next one will be Bo Horvat getting him re-signed. And Elias Pettersson needs to get back to that elite ability that we saw. So if they can get some of these key pieces back and playing at a high level, there's a lot of, you know, you may not like the word, right, potential, because potential is only, you know, on paper until it's actually proven. But the upside is there for the Vancouver Canucks. They may not be a favorite, but there's an opportunity to buy low on them. There's reason for optimism, no doubt, in Vancouver. But I think it's their fans think that they should be in the playoffs. For darn sure, their coach, Bruce Boudreau, thinks they should be in the playoffs. And probably if Gabby had been coaching them all year last year, they would have been in the playoffs. When we saw them play, in Edmonton early in the season, they were, they were so listless and so disinterested. There was, ugh, they didn't have a hope. So, with a better start, I mean, they were, I, in my mind, they were, their season was sealed by U.S. Thanksgiving last year. Maybe that won't be the case this year. I don't see a ton of changes at all. And culture, I think, is a problem there. And you don't turn that around in less than a calendar year. So, that's our look at the Vancouver Canucks. And by the way, on that hockey vein... Regarding my alma mater, Mount Royal University, canceling its intramural hockey program, Wayne in BC says, I couldn't agree more with you, Rod. Just cancel anything you don't like. Uh, from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, This is an alarming sign for hockey. It is already in decline to some extent, and the current problems are giving organizations a reason to walk away from it altogether. All hockey needs is for somebody to stand up for them and be the pitchman and the salesman. I don't necessarily see anybody doing that. I don't. Hockey is uh, failing a PR war. Uh, Football was failing a PR war some years ago. Remember when the movie Concussion came out? I talked about that that at length with Wally Buono. Wally's like, the only problem the CFL has is, and football, is perception. People think it's too dangerous to play. Changes were made. You don't hear that anymore. You don't ever hear that anymore. And I, that, you know, that it's too dangerous and all of that. And I just wonder who's doing this for hockey. Um, from Dale in Winnipeg, he says, good morning, crew. Day two of Jack not watching. That's his son. He's back in school. I miss his comments about Rod's rant. He usually agrees. <laughs> Happy. Th- well, at least somebody agrees with me. Young Jack in Winnipeg. Uh, Arlen Bruce III says, I'll be at the Canucks versus Flames game September 25th in Vancouver. Which Canadian team should I cheer for this season? 
I cheered on the Oilers last year. I think I'm going to go with the Youngins in Vancouver. Um, I would pick the team where you reside. Absolutely, A.B. We'll wind this up with this. Deal or no deal, CFL edition, week 13. Are you ready, Moose? I don't think you know what the betting lines are, so this is always fun. Week I don't. 13 opens with, with the BC Lions at the Montreal Alouettes. Last we heard, the Lions haven't named a starting quarterback yet. BC's favored on the road by three and a half without naming their starting quarter, uh, quarterback. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. I think it'll be Vernon Adams, and I think once they announce that, the betting line will go up. So I'll take the line right now. Toronto Argonauts on Saturday kicks off a triple header at uh, Ottawa. The Argonauts are favored by two at the Red Blacks. Deal or no deal? I'll also take that deal. You know, people are discounting how good Toronto really is, and they're really high in Ottawa after a couple of wins. So I'll take Toronto. The Banjo Bowl. Ding, 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 ding. Sask at Winnipeg. Blue Bombers favored by 7.5. Deal or no deal? No deal. Riders are really close. The locker room got cleaned up a little bit. I took Winnipeg when the spread was three and a half, but at seven and a half, I think the Riders can keep it close. Look at you. And to wind up week 13 in the Canadian Football League, the Calgary Stampeders visit the Edmonton Elks Saturday night. Calgary's favored by 10. Deal or no deal? No deal here. No deal. Edmonton showed they can play with Calgary a little bit. Now they're back at home. Chance to keep this game close. I think the game is, is more like a touchdown spread. All right, folks. All the betting lines are at betregal.ca. Please do me a favor. Go to betregal.ca and sign up for a membership. I don't ask you to do much, but I ask you to do that. It would help us out a great deal. By the way, here's what's on at the movies. At Landmark Cinemas, one of our proud supporting sponsors, The Invitation. After the death of her mother and having no other known relatives, Evie, that's Natalie Emmanuel, takes a DNA test and discovers a long-lost cousin she never knew she had. Invited by her newfound family to a lavish wedding in the English countryside, she's at first seduced by the sexy aristocrat host, but is soon thrust into a nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets in her family. Run, don't walk to this at theaters, and we can send you, if you text the word movies now, 902-518-3033. Numbers on the screen, 902-518-3033. You'll be entered to win a draw to be randomly selected to uh, win tickets and treats at Landmark Cinemas. Winners picked every week. All right, Moose, I got more, but we do have to break. We're up against it for time. I will see you back in hour two. That should be a lot of fun. Sounds good. All right, Darren Moose DuPont in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Before we go any further, bear with me. I'm going to jump into a sports update here because we do have a minute. And here we go. Alec Manoa retired 22 of his final 23 hitters in an impressive eight-inning performance. And the Toronto Blue Jays wrapped up a successful series in Baltimore with a 4-1 victory over the Orioles. Jays won three of four, and they got a half-game lead out of it on Baltimore for the final wildcard spot in the American League. So they're now four up, obviously, on Baltimore. Jacob deGrom threw seven dominant innings, and the Mets routed the Phillies 10-0 to complete a doubleheader sweep. New York moved back into sole possession of first place in the NL East after briefly falling into a tie with our Atlanta Braves. Right, Atlanta? 
Tommy Edmond hit a two-run, two-out double to cap St. Louis's five-run ninth inning in a 6-5 victory over the Washington Nationals Wednesday night. St. Louis moved nine and a half games up on Milwaukee for the NL Central lead. This sports update for Edo Japan with freshly made food and high-quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. This is the RP Show. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, as well as YouTube Live. Listening on 99.1 Metro Atlanta, WQEE, and also available wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues, episode number 837 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show continues. And uh, I'll tell you what, we got to know this guy, our next guest this winter in Calgary, Justin Cripps. If you look at his Wikipedia, just Google him. It says, I can't, well, you down some weight? Look at this guy. Oh, he's got a lot of news to drop here. Canadian bobsledder, reigning Olympic co-champion in the two-man bobsleigh following his gold medal win. At the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea, Justin Cripps joins us today. I, I, last time we talked, Justin, I felt like you, you had some decisions to make. They were weighing on you, and that was way back when the snow was on the ground. And now your life's changed quite a bit. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, the snow's about to hit again, I think. So it took me a, a bit of time to make those decisions. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging up the spikes, parking the sled, so to speak, and uh, – yeah, just moving on, retiring. Well, congratulations, by the way, on that. Um, by the smile on your face, it looks like you're at peace with that decision. But uh, we've got a lot to get through here today. I just learned some things about you that I didn't even know. But, you know, the gold medal, all your medals in the Olympics, all that. Did you, did, did you feel like you got nothing left to do? Or what led to the decision to retire from bobsleigh? Yeah, I mean, that was part of it. It was, um, I felt like I'd accomplished everything that I kind of set out to. I mean, even more than that. Um, and I just had such an amazing last four years, especially, and I'd say probably like six years leading into these games. Um, just so much fun and a great group of guys and just the most fun I've had sliding ever. And I just thought like, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, obviously getting to that level and being able to compete for you know the podium and um i just kind of wondered you know where's <clears throat> where's that motivation going to come from now you know i did the two-man medal i did the four-man medal it was a, the four-man was a bit of a cinderella story and yeah i think it's just like a perfect exit point and uh time to do some other things well, and, and we'll get to that. And, uh, you know, I, I was going off your Wikipedia. I'm like, has there not been an Olympic since Pyeongchang? Yeah, Beijing, where you had bronze in four men. So you look thinner. So are you eating less, training less already? <laughs> or or I mean, am I even right in that, in saying that? Yeah, I'm down probably like 15 pounds from uh, yeah. kind of race weight, what I was in Beijing. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, it's just... I haven't changed that much, you know. I'm I'm trying to eat relatively healthy, but I'm also really enjoying my my newfound retirement. So um, it's just you know not training that much, like training full time and all the kind of 
eating that goes along with that to recover and, and also maintaining that body weight for bobsleigh. You know, it's a gravity sport and, and my kind of weight that I like to view is 220 to 225 and um, had to maintain that as any way I could. <laughs> you had, it must have been March when we had you on because you had just got back from Beijing. Were you married yet at that time? No, I wasn't. I was just uh, just getting ready, getting set to head down right. to California and uh, and get married there. So tell us how that all went. Oh, it was amazing. Um, you know, my my wife did such an incredible job of of sort of putting everything together and planning the wedding while I was you know off doing my thing and um, and racing at the games there, and it was just such a amazing experience. And with it being kind of coming out of the majority of like two years of COVID, a lot of people hadn't gone out and had fun in a while. So we had a lot of people come down from Canada and some of my family from Australia and people from the States. And it was just a, it was a party and the weather was great and uh, everybody showed up and we ended up married. So <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Good for you, man. Uh, where did, uh, did you say, where did you get married? Where did you specifically tie the knot? Uh, it was in La Quinta, California, which is just outside Ooh, beautiful. of Palm Springs, right by PGA West so, there. Right. So nice. They named a hotel chain after it, La Quinta. Now, I didn't yeah. ask you this the last time you were on, that you're from Hawaii. So tell me how you're obviously a natural U.S. citizen. How did it come to be that you're competing for Canada in the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of my, my sort of life story and upbringing is... Uh, pretty pretty uh, uncommon i would say um my dad is from vancouver he's canadian and my mom is from perth australia and they met while they were um both aid workers in Papua New guinea and so you know fate i guess right like how how random is that um but they were they were then working in cambodia for unicef when my mom was pregnant with me Cambodia wasn't recognized by the UN at the time because of the Khmer Rouge atrocities. And so they flew my parents out um, to have me born. And my dad wanted to, to do that in Hawaii. And he had just sort of got a little place like in the middle of nowhere there. And I was kind of born, you know, in a, in a hut in the jungle there. And so I, became, I was American. And then uh, when they finished up, we went back to Cambodia for about 18 months. And when we finished up, uh, I immigrated to Canada when I was, you know, 18 months, two years old. And uh, we went back and forth from Canada to Hawaii. And my parents kind of grew all their own food and, and stuff like that and kind of lived off the land. And we ended up staying in Canada for high school. And consequently, I got into sports in Canada and went to university in Canada. And uh, that's how I got recruited onto the Canadian bobsled team. So, you know, a little kid from Hawaii ended up being a Canadian Olympic bobsledder. <laughs> Well, that's really cool. And everybody, everybody has a story. And that's why when you were on the first time, I did not hear that. So I'm just sitting here enjoying the story. So congratulations on that. And, you know, we had Kaylee Humphreys on after the Olympics and she told her story. I don't know where you stand on that. And I won't ask you, but Kaylee's story from going to, from one country to another and the stress involved, good for her. They're all just great stories. And you alluded to off the start here that something's new on the horizon. You know what your next path is going to be? I mean, I know what, what I kind of want to do, you know, I, I was thinking about during the summer, like I 
I just re- it's important to me to pass on all of the kind of knowledge I've accumulated about bobsleigh over the you know last 16 years, um, and you know hopefully keep that in the Canadian program. So I'm looking to get into some coaching, and uh, been talking a bit with the with the national team here about uh, you know fitting in somewhere and helping out the the next generation of athletes. You know, it, I just had such a incredible experience. It was hard at times, obviously. There was a ton of challenges, but you know, it seemed like every, every really big struggle that I had right after that was some, you know, great success, some sort of defining moment. And I just want other athletes to have a similar experience to, to what I, what I had. And so I'm, I'm hoping to pass that on as best I can. Well, good for you for giving back. And do you feel like uh, training through COVID and competing in multiple Olympics, nothing's going to be more difficult than that. <laughs> Whatever your next, tra- like you learned a lot. <laughs> Over the last, you know, well, your whole lifetime in the sport, obviously, but it's it's been a grind. Yeah, it's been a grind for sure, and just so many challenges, you know, big challenges, and and uh, that's what I think sport is about is overcoming those challenges, and you can kind of take take those skills and into your you know life after sport, um, and I, I think that's just something that I want to impart to the, the next generation of athletes as well is that, you know, kind of embrace the challenges, embrace the struggles, um, because that's, that's kind of what ends up separating you from everybody else is overcoming those things and pushing through it and reaching for new heights. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's quite the ride for me. Well, congratulations on it. There's no doubt you've got plenty to offer. I want to thank you for giving us your time. If there's anything you need from us, you know where to find us in your next role and, uh, Hey, enjoy. Enjoy the fall. And what's next for you, Justin? Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me again. Olympic medalist Justin Cripps joining us as he announces his retirement from the sport of bobsleigh. We'll be back with a viewer takeover. By the way, coming up in hour two, and nine-year NFL veteran quarterback J.T. O'Sullivan to preview tonight's NFL kickoff and this 2022 season. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, listening at rodpeterson.com and 99.1 FM WQEE. And, of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues home game week for the Dolphins. They've got the Patriots in town Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. And for the Falcons, they've got the New Orleans Saints at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It is a 1 p.m. kickoff in Atlanta. And this is viewer takeover for a few minutes. Enough. Actually, more than you'd think. I just opened up for the first time in the show the 902 text line. We've been so busy getting here that I actually forgot. And it's so full of messages that it can fill us right through this segment. And I don't know if you, I don't even, I never asked Clark if you guys have access to these text messages or not. Um, But that's fine. I'll read them. Lyle in Toronto is watching on the Game Plus television network right now regarding our points way back at the start. Point number one about NFL kickoff tonight and whom the experts pick to win the divisions and be in the Super Bowl from the USA today. And I respect some of those experts. Nobody said the Minnesota Vikings. Nobody. 
And Lyle in Toronto says, no love for the Minnesota Vikings? The definition of a wild card if they can make the playoffs. But that is a big if. And if ifs and nuts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a great Christmas. I think one of the experts predicted Minnesota might win a wild card playoff spot. But no, they got Green Bay unanimously picked to win the NFC North. So, no. <laughs> no love for your Minnesota Vikings. And, when, and we, listen, when you're trying to make predictions, try to leave your own team out of it. Clearly, you're a Vikings fan, and everybody gets annoyed when their team isn't picked to do this or that. Or look, Canucks fans, for instance. Look at me, a Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, it's been tough. And I can't, I got them picked to win the division. They did last year. They got, had 12 wins. But you don't see things as they are when it comes to your own team. So look at every other division, and maybe you'll have a little bit of more better handle of what's going to go down. But no, nobody loves your Vikings. Rob in Saskatoon with a very good point here. Rob Olenek writing on the 902 line regarding the release of Garrett Marino by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the league's subsequent memo to each team not to sign him. Rob says, Rod, did the CFL force the Riders' hand to release Marino? And if so, they should have to cover the balance of salary that is still owed to him, not the Riders. Well, somebody tell me how many year veteran you have to be to have the rest of your salary picked up. Because after Labor Day, yeah, you have to be paid for the whole year. But I'm not sure how many years you have to have in. Somebody tell me that. Some of you football people. Some of you football people text me my own personal line or write in. My guess is they caught him and didn't have to pay him for the rest of the year. For Garrett Marino's sake, I hope they did. I, as a matter of fact, I don't believe the CFL forced the rider's hand. It's an ugly situation, in a way an embarrassing situation for all involved. And the culprit here is Garrett Marino because he's put everybody in this position. But the commissioner really can't make you cut a player. They can't. I just find it odd that until this past weekend, it was okay that he played in the league, and now he's cut, and everybody's been warned not to sign him. It was okay that he played last weekend, but not now? I don't get it. Larry in Medicine Hat writes in, last minute of play, last minute of play. Larry says, hey, in Medicine Hat, they say a sports commentator should never play favorites with what they're wearing. With that shirt, Rod, I have no idea who you cheer for. Good choice. It was on sale at Dick's Sporting Goods. And I may go back and buy more because it's been very popular. They do have more. They do have more. And there are more comments here. Uh, Metal Shingo guy says the only way the Riders release him is if Randy cancels Marino from the league. His late hit on Caleros wasn't a penalty. Who are you talking about? He's already been released. I don't understand. Moose next hour and JT O'Sullivan stick around after this brief pause. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.